Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we're waiting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Golf and Filter podcast. I am your host, Adam Fonseca, Editor-in-Chief over at GolfandFilter.com. You can find me on Twitter at GolfandFilter. Send me an email, Adam at GolfandFilter.com. And we have a Facebook fan page, Instagram, as well as Snapchat on uh, the same handle, at GolfandFilter. So welcome again to this uh, a rainy edition as it's <laughs> as I'm looking out my window of my uh, my office here at a uh, golf filtered headquarters it has been a hot and wet uh, dog days of summer so far uh, here in Chicagoland area uh, we've been getting a ton of rain for those of the listeners uh, in the area you know exactly what I'm talking about as well as just record temperatures for this area I mean today it got up over easily over a hundred degrees. Uh, felt like a million, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I it's been tough to get out and play uh, a little bit uh, over the last few weeks. Obviously, for those who are longtime listeners of the show, you know that I've just moved into a new home, my wife and I, and it's been hard to get out to the uh, to the golf course to practice, and that of course takes its toll on the golf game overall. Uh, just a quick update on how I've been doing, and that's just ugh, not not good. Not good lately. Uh, making solid contact with, with the golf ball, but unfortunately just cannot score well. It's just, I don't know. You try. It's one of those things where you go out and you try to have fun in spite of just awful golf being played. Uh, went out with a friend today. Um, was paired with uh, another twosome that was playing a match against one another. Two guys, they were, they were great guys. You know, they were, they were a lot of fun. They were nice. Uh, it was nice to watch them play, and uh, I don't know why I don't play competitive golf more often. You know, at least that's the thought that I had when I'm standing on the first tee. And then after losing four golf balls in four holes, uh, I believe my scores went six, eight, six, five. Uh, now I know why I don't play competitive golf. Uh, it's it's just been a tough go um, this summer, but yeah, you know. A lot of stuff been going on. It's been taking my time away from the golf course, which is fine. Um, you know, we've got this great new place to live. Uh, we're doing a lot of renovations at the home, and uh, it's still uh, getting a little uh, taking me some time to get used to the place. But uh, you know, uh, my wife she loves it. I love it as well, and she's just excited as all hell to to do a lot of renovations around here. But as I've said, it doesn't leave for a lot of time uh, for me to practice. So hopefully. As time goes on, as the year closes out, as the summer closes out, I'll be able to get out to the golf course a little bit more often, uh, practice a little bit at least. Uh, we've got a great practice facility nearby at Cog Hill, and uh, hopefully I'm able to kind of work out a few of the kinks that I've got going on in my game. Uh, that aside, uh, we've got, uh, oh, I did want to uh, 
just give a quick update on the uh, the podcast feed issue. For those of you who listened to the last episode, you guys remember that I had said I was having podcast feed refresh issues, the RSS feed that you basically subscribe to in order to listen to the podcast here. Um, for some reason, the people over at, well, I won't, I won't name companies, but basically I was trying to get some customer service assistance with getting the feed refreshed. I was told that there was a error in the, the feeds code in one of the past episodes, episode 62, I think it was, uh, when I talked about the Tiger Woods PR machine, for those of you that remember that episode. Uh, I was told that when that got published, it corrupted a part of the original podcast feed and was told to then edit that episode, uh, which apparently was supposed to just fix the feed altogether. Well, I went in, I tried to do it. I no longer had the original podcast file. I know, bad, bad me. I should have saved the file somewhere, but I was unable to upload the file again, basically redo the post uh, in WordPress that would have published that podcast to the feed. Uh, instead, I just went ahead and deleted the episode. Um, so that's probably why you don't see it up on the, on the blog anymore. But uh, that, didn't, that didn't help anything. I don't know. It was kind of a shot in the dark for me. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And uh, unfortunately, the feed did not get fixed. Uh, so I went ahead and I just moved over to a new podcast host, which is really the long and short of it. Uh, Libsyn, for those of you who uh, are podcasters, and thank you to those on Twitter who recommended Libsyn. Uh, so far, it's been great. Yeah, it's a monthly fee. I think it's like $15 a month that I pay uh, to host the podcast feed now, but it seems to be pretty seamless. Uh, you are going to be hearing this episode uh, hosted on Libsyn. But of course, all of this means that you had to go and resubscribe to the podcast feed. So many apologies for any inconvenience there. Um, you'll just have to go in and, and resubscribe to the Golf and Filter podcast in iTunes or Google Play or wherever you hear this. But fingers crossed, hopefully we will not have any podcast feed issues anymore. And so that way you can just go ahead and download every episode automatically, much like you were able to before, but hopefully we've got that fixed. So, all right. Anyway, we've got those housekeeping things out of the way. Um, it's Sunday evening. I'm recording this just a couple hours, a few hours after, uh, the conclusion of the RBC Canadian Open. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch much of the golf this, this weekend. It was a busy weekend. Um, but hey, Jonathan Vegas, Johnny Vegas comes out on top with a one stroke victory, uh, his second PGA tour win. Uh, and it was a very valuable win for him. He now gets to go back to the Masters, of course. Uh, but even more timely, he now has qualified to go play in this week's uh, PGA Championship at uh, Baltusrol. And yes, that's kind of weird to say that. Uh, we are just a couple weeks off of the Open Championship, and now we're already back at the final major of the season at the PGA championship, which we'll talk a little bit about here in a minute. Uh, but from what I saw with, uh, Johnny's win there, uh, very impressive. He birdied his way in essentially three birdies in a row to capture that one shot lead. There were a lot of people right up at the top. It was a very tight tournament. Um, I have to at least mention, you know, in preparation for talking about this, you know, I, I go on Google, I, I Google Johnny Vegas's name. I want to get all the information that I can. And the first headline I see, 
from our good friends over at the Irish Times, Jonathan Vegas rolls dice to win Canadian Open by one stroke. Wow, that's just that's just headline writing at its best right there, you know. <laughs> I mean, we play up we play up the Vegas thing so much with him. Uh, rolls dice to win the Canadian Open. Good job, whoever wrote that. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, you know, it's a fun tournament to watch all the time, the RBC Canadian Open. Obviously, Jason Day was the winner last year. Um, he was within reach of the leaders at one point, uh, I believe, on Friday. Uh, he finished middle of the pack towards the top middle, I guess, if that's even a thing. Uh, played well again uh, in his defense of the championship, but obviously... Uh, Johnny Vegas comes out on top. Dustin Johnson ends up finishing second, and he actually started the day uh, four behind, or four above, I should say. Jonathan Vegas started four behind Dustin Johnson, obviously this year's U.S. Open champion, and he has just been red hot lately. Uh, Obviously, as I just mentioned, the winner at the U.S. Open a few weeks ago for his first major championship. He goes and he wins the uh, WGC uh, Bridgestone Invitational as well. He finished very strongly at the Open Championship just a couple weeks after his uh, first major victory. And he is just the hottest player on tour right now. Um, I, it, not surprising. I have to say definitely not surprising for this guy. You know, and it's it's crazy because this is a guy that's got a streak that not too many people talk about. We always just kind of mention it in passing, or at least the telecast does on CBS or whatever uh, network is covering the tournament. But this guy's won a tournament in, I think it's like seven straight seasons or something ridiculous like that. And he's always just right there. He's always there. And we've, we've said all the hyperbole about Dustin Johnson many times, not only on this podcast, but you've probably heard it on any other telecast you hear or watch. This is a guy that should be winning majors multiple times. And up to this point, he should have already, and he's going to, presumably, uh, if he maintains this pace, definitely, uh, in the years that, to come. And so, you know, it's it's interesting when he's, he's in these tournaments, he's in these fields. It's a strong field at the Canadian Open. Uh, you know, as I just mentioned, two names that were in it, you know, besides uh, Dustin, you know, you got Jason Day. Brent Snedeker was towards the top. You know, there were a number of other uh, top world-ranked players in the, the, the championship. doesn't matter for Dustin Johnson. He's, he's always at the top, it seems, uh, as of late. And this is just a, a – I don't, I don't even know how you describe it. It's, it's, a, it's a way to – staying power, I guess. <laughs> Take that however you want. But this is a guy that just – he's always on a hot streak, it seems. He's been on a hot streak for, for years. And, yeah, he had his little hiatus for whatever reason. You know, it depends on who you talk to uh, for a six-month hiatus. What was it, last year, I believe, guys, two years ago? But even despite that, Dustin Johnson continues to impress year after year, month after month. And it's hard to not bet on this guy every single time he tees the ball up. And, you know, I know that I've kind of progressed – away from talking about the actual tournament winner in Johnny Vegas towards Dustin Johnson. But, you know, it's hard to not talk about this guy. Uh, For the longest time, at least this season, we were talking about Jason Day having a great year. He was having a very Tiger-esque year. It's kind of shifted again, you know. Sure, Jason Day is going to be there. He's still the number one player in the world. But DJ has just taken 
the spotlight away from everybody with just solid play. You know, this isn't a guy that's very charismatic. You put him in front of a microphone or a TV camera and he's dumb as shit. He doesn't say anything really mind-blowing or, or whatever. He's still a fun interview to watch, of course, because of just his his normal, everyday, duh, you know, mentality. But he, he's a lot of fun to watch. And, he, you know, obviously he's a guy that goes out there and he just pounds the shit out of the ball all the time. And uh, he's, a, he's superhuman among other superheroes in a way is the way I like to look at it. He's, he's just one of those, uh, those personalities on the course, one of those athletic personalities that just sets himself apart from everyone else, no matter what anyone else is doing uh, among his peers. It's, it's just incredible to watch him. And so, you know, as we talk about getting ready again for this, it's just crazy for me to think (laughs) the year's final major is this week already. It's, it's barely, August. It's we're in the last week of July now, and we're talking about this. Uh, of course, the PGA Championship at Baltus Roll. Uh, you can't not take Dustin Johnson. I mean, he, he's a guy that for everything we just said. I mean, we we've just basically stated the case and made the case uh, to pick DJ again. I mean, uh, his best finish at the PGA Championship. Everyone's going to remember the the tie. Uh, the tie for fifth, which should have been his first major in 2010 at Whistling Straits. Of course, that was the year when, uh, with the bunker, bunker gate or whatever it was, where uh, he hit a shot, he grounded his club in the waste area over in, uh, at the course, Whistling Straits. For those of you who remember that and who have ever been to Whistling Straits, it's a very much a Lynx-style course. There's sand everywhere. You don't really know what a bunker is and what isn't a bunker. And unfortunately, he grounded his club. He was told about it shortly thereafter. And we all know the rest of the story. So um, a tournament that he had the chance to to win years ago for all intents and purposes, should have won it years ago had it not been for that rule snafu. Uh, And now he's coming into the tournament again six years later, probably in his best playing shape ever. And it's just hard to not take the guy. And I know that's going to be the popular choice among anyone you talk to. You know, there's there's always the same guys uh, for any tournament. When when we talk about who's going to win this major, it's always Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth. And now, for the longest time, it was also Bubba Watson. Um, Ricky Fowler might have gotten a few mentions here and there. I don't know why, but uh, whatever. But, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson certainly, in my mind, is made himself the favorite this week. And right now I'm actually looking on the PGA.com website to kind of see the nine players that they feel. Uh, this is published by TJ um, Auclair. He's still got Jason Day as number one. He's got Dustin Johnson as number two. And, you know, you get it. I mean, it's he has been on fire. You know, this um, the, Jason Day has been on fire. And the reason to watch, according to this article, he says – says it right here. Day has been on fire since the 2015 RBC Canadian Open, which we just mentioned a little bit ago, uh, was uh, kind of the uh, a kickoff point um, for for Jason Day's just terror across the PGA Tour last year. Um, he's won seven times in the last ten uh, PGA Tour events. Um, it's 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 incredible the the run that Jason Day's been on. But even despite that. I still feel Dustin Johnson is the stronger pick this this week 
for all the reasons that we just mentioned. Um, to kind of break down the rest of the rankings, uh, rankings here, at least for the favorites for the PGA Championship, we've got Roy McIlroy for number three, Jordan Spieth number four, then no surprise there. And then we've got Phil, you know, good old Phil. Let's not forget about the uh, performance that uh, good old Fig Jam put on at the Open Championship. You know, 54-hole leader, um, a guy that, I'm sorry, he was not the 54-hole leader. Henrik Stenson was, but he was right up there, of course, uh, That Phil, that is, and put on a show. And we talked about that in the last episode. Certainly go back and listen to all the thoughts about Phil Mickelson's performance at the Open Championship and what it could mean for the remainder of his career. Uh, but, yeah, I don't no surprise that he's a top-five favorite going into this week at the PGA Championship. Um, don't think he's going to win it. Certainly don't think he's going to win it. And, of course, at number six on this list that I'm referencing is Henrik Stenson, the guy that did win the Open Championship for his first major. Um, I don't think either of those two guys are going to play all that well at Baltus Draw. Um, Not too much to go off of that, of course. Uh, Mickelson having won at Baltus Draw back in 2005. Um, I just I don't see it this week. But certainly... If I'm a, if you're gonna, you know, sign up for fantasy golf or whatever, you're gonna put a, you know, a few shillings down on the, the finish this week at the PGA Championship. Mickelson is certainly a sure bet in terms of a high finish. I feel, uh, certainly don't think that he's gonna fall off the pace. I mean, he, a little bit ago we had talked about, you know, the, the, uh, the trending of of how Dustin Johnson has just played out of his mind and has been hot, quote unquote, for the last what seven seasons. Uh, Phil Mickelson kind of does the same. Um, he's certainly got back into his groove uh, since last year, but he's a guy that continues to just you know, it's it's career longevity. You know, he's able to go out. He's 46 years old. He's been doing this for a long time. He's able to go out and maintain a certain level of status on the tour despite being one of the older guys on tour now which is crazy crazy to acknowledge even only at 46 he's certainly one of the older guys and then we've got Bubba Watson at least according to this list at number seven number eight Ricky Fowler which you know I just don't I, I don't get it you know he took second at the Waste Management Phoenix Open he obviously had a great uh, major season a couple of years ago where he finished in the top five at all four majors, blah, 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 blah. He had the, the TPC Sawgrass win, of course, the Players' Championship uh, last year. You know, I just, I don't I don't know why he continues to be a top ten pick for, for major wins. I I love the guy, don't get me wrong. I just, he's not showing anything to us this, this season. Uh, even last season, he, he, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel great about this pick. You know, Ricky. I'm not sure exactly what his whole deal is, but I don't see him as a, per, a perennial major winner by any means. Of course, I mean, who can you really say that about? But let's be honest. I mean, if we got to the point now where we have to actually consider someone as a a multiple major winner in a year in order for them to be a top five pick, I don't know. Perhaps <laughs> I have no idea, but Ricky certainly does would not fall into that category at least for me. Um, He's a guy that I see winning maybe one major in his career and just being fine with it. <laughs> you know, everything just seems to be pretty fine for him. Uh, spends a lot of time on social media, spends a lot of time in commercials. He's a very flashy, marketable player, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see him as a 
as a perennial major winner, as I mentioned. Then of course, and then number nine here is Zach Johnson. You know, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. Just another guy that, you know, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's got his two major wins. He's got X amount of, of uh, PGA Tour wins in his career. He's a great player. He's very consistent. Tied for third in 2010 at Whistling Straits in the PGA Championship. But I just don't see him as a guy that's going to, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't see him as a guy either that's going to play very well this week. But, you know, who knows? Could be wrong. But certainly, if we're going to pick any Johnson, <laughs> it's going to be Dustin Johnson this week. And certainly not. Uh, Zach Johnson. So uh, we kind of just went to a few different areas there. Sorry about the uh, the ridiculous segues into one topic or the next, but you know we're gonna try to have another episode this week. We're gonna try to get a uh, another guest on the show. I know I say that very frequently these days, but it's uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really paid too much attention, nor have I put a lot of effort. Uh, unfortunately, into getting additional guests on this show. Uh, for those of you who f- follow me on Twitter, again, at Golf Unfiltered, uh, you've probably noticed that I've just sent a few tweets out and saying, hey, if you're a golf brand that wants to come on the show, talk about your product or service, I'm happy to interview you, happy to, to you know pimp out your, your product or service, and, and let's talk about it a little bit. I had a few people reach out to me uh, via that method, and hopefully later on this week we're going to have one of those brands uh, talk a little bit about their product, and uh, hopefully, who knows? Maybe it's a product that that we're all going to love, and it's the best thing, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> but at any rate, even if that does not happen, I would like to get another episode out. Um, there's a lot that's been going on. I'll just say I can't talk about too much right now in in golf unfiltered world, uh, but there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes, and so you've probably noticed uh, that I've been posting a lot less on the blog. Uh, obviously, there's reasons for that with, you know, all the stuff that I'm doing in, in my at-home life, but uh, there's other things that, that are spinning. Wheels are spinning um, that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. I, like, like I said, I can't say too much about it right now. I will say that I have just partnered with uh, some uh, old friends, I guess you could say, <laughs> uh, for a project that's coming up, and and I've been sworn to secrecy, of course, but I think, like I said, it's going to be something you guys are really going to enjoy, um, and it's going to bring a whole new feature to the world of golf coverage. It's going to bring a whole new feature to the world of golf media, uh, social media most specifically, and certainly stay tuned for that. So um, uh, those of you who are interested in being on the show or who want to to recommend a guest for me to interview, certainly continue to do so. Every so often I do get an email or a tweet from you guys. Again, my email is adam at golfandfilter.com. I'm happy to look up any of the guests uh, that you recommend and try to get them on the show. Uh, Just so you guys know, it is a little difficult at times. Um, I've said this a few times over uh, the course of, I believe this is the 76th episode or so of the Golf and Filter podcast, uh, that I do have a day job. I, I work a regular nine to five in my, my case it's usually between seven seven thirty to you know four thirty four o'clock um, but that does take up a lot of time and uh, a lot of times when I try to uh, schedule a guest it's hard to get them uh, scheduled in the evening you know they've got lives just like I've got a life and they certainly don't want to be uh, talking to me I'm sure at you know nine o'clock at night um, but Certainly not an excuse, just wanted to, in the spirit of being unfiltered, let you know some of the things and and considerations that I have to take into account when I uh, schedule guests for the podcast. But uh, 
Having said all of that, the, uh, the morale stays high, and we're going to still try to get additional uh, guests on this show, and I certainly welcome any recommendations from you all. Twitter address or Twitter handle, again, is at Golf Unfiltered. Email address is adam at golfunfiltered.com. Look us up on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. So until later on this week, uh, or at the very, in the worst case scenario, next week, uh, enjoy the PGA Championship, and we will be back to cover the results uh, and hopefully another Dustin Johnson win. You heard it here uh, first, folks. (laughs) This is your buddy Adam signing off.